It's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. All right, we're starting the podcast today with another Christine Ullman song. If you missed last week, Christine is playing at my birthday party this Sunday. Ed is flying in from Detroit. Zip is too busy. <laughs> he has a gig. It's all fine. Uh, yeah. I do. I do have a gig. But, Ed, you sent me an email with your itinerary, and that's next week. You yeah, it was off. The, I, yeah, I Ed, booked it the, Ed booked the wrong flight. Yeah, thank God. I, <laughs> thank God I got a refundable one. I paid the extra for it. Well, that's <laughs> good. Good. well within 24 out. hours, you know, most airlines will give you the benefit of the doubt. I didn't know that. And give you your money back. Yeah, You're it's so much more experienced at traveling. Than well, I. it's it's like an insurance thing. I think they only do it. You know, I think it's required by law in case ah. you make a mistake. Right. Uh, so anyway, this is my birthday. I'm actually a day early to record the podcast. Yeah, happy birthday! Thank you. I am 65 years old. I'm not ashamed of it. <laughs> I am bummed about it, but that's not the same as a shame. <laughs> now, my my, did you see my text? I sent you a text. I did. It was very nice of you. And, and oh, all right. I'm going to play Christine after we get into this a little okay, bit. All right. Okay. To all of the people who took the time to wish me a happy birthday today, I love each and every one of you personally, individually. And I'm giving you this, what do you call this, this kind of message? A collective answer, yeah. Yeah. I'm giving you this <laughs> form <mass> letter. <laughs> Not because I don't love you and, and appreciate it, but because I am blessed uh, in that I have a lot of really decent friends and people I care about and a lot of family. But also I care about each and every one of my 128,000 Bob River Show <laughs> Facebook friends, too. And there are like 128,000 of them. Is that the number? That's yeah. Massive. And because I never really, I just let everyone into my personal account, too. Yeah. They have a limit of 5,000. They do. And so what I do, what I did is I just say yes to everybody. And then I get a warning that I'm at the 5,000 mark. And so I wait a year. Until, you know, a few hundred people get sick of me. <laughs> Attrition. Yes. <laughs> and then, or die. Maybe they or die. Or the actuarial tables. <laughs> at this age. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, then, and then I the scroll outside. through all the friend requests and I look, yep. if there's anybody I recognize. You cherry pick, yeah. Uh, and so as a result of that, and I have mixed feelings about this, uh -huh. I, I think it's wonderful that everyone I've ever met gets a ding in their phone reminding them that it's my birthday. And, <laughs> and I know it doesn't mean, it's, there's nothing negative about it because you still have to take the time yeah. to wish me a happy birthday. But this morning, like I had a full day of stuff and my phone was like, ding, 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 ding. ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and it was like, I wanted to give it the Adams Family uh, thing. And it was great. And I... And it was, I only took one call today mm -hmm. um, from my son Keith, right. and, and and other calls. I was like, you know what? I I'm gonna I'm gonna have to scroll through at the real friends, as oh, in as in careful. I actually know you. Yes. Um, you know, I have to. I can't just say hi. Yeah, it's great. Thanks very much. All right, I gotta go. I got twelve <laughs> other people. So I I didn't know what to do. I was like frozen. Yeah. And uh, Zip your birthday wish is important to us. You're <laughs> caller number fifty six in <laughs> queue. Exactly. If you if you want us to call you back when I have time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
if oh, you'd like to so make good. an old joke about Bob, press 2. <laughs> if you want to tease Bob about his impending death, press 3. <laughs> it's all brilliant anyway, stuff. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> and, and I didn't know what to do. And um, what I have done in the past is over the next few days, I make a list of people I want to personally you know, say thank you to. And then I do some kind of a post about like how wonderful it was because it is wonderful, absolutely. Um, and really, at this point, and I said this to my son a few weeks ago, and he didn't like it. I, I said to him, "Look, nothing I do now is important, uh, other than you know being a good grandfather and being a good father to you. But I, I don't have like career aspiration. I don't have any of that stuff." And and he was like, oh, dad, don't put yourself down like that. I'm like, no, no, no. That, that's resolved. It would be hard to put myself down if I already wasn't down. <laughs> don't was say Peter? down yeah. at my age. Don't say yes. down. Yeah. Anyway, so thank you to all the birthday people. Uh, and uh, press one <laughs> if you want to skip ahead. Yes. Oh, before I play Christine Ullman, another thing. Yes. And maybe I'll play her at the end of the podcast because it's too late to have it as an intro. I have promoted a podcast on this podcast that I think is the best podcast out there uh, for a lot of reasons. And, and uh, granted, it's my personal opinion. You guys mm -hmm. have each listened to it, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's addictive. It is. Zip, you've perused the title and <laughs> I've listened to a couple I haven't listened to the entire podcast, you know, in one setting. Yeah. I will admit that. They're but up I've to... dropped in several times. Okay. Well you you know, you have, you work. I mean you're I'm still auditing the podcast. You're still yes. somebody who means something to other people. So I understand <laughs> you don't have the time. <laughs> Wow, you're getting dark. I'm busy planning my final yeah. expenses. So the podcast is called All In, as yes. in All Dash In, with Chamath, Chamath, Jason, Sachs, and Friedberg. Yes. And here's what I'll tell you about it. It's it's the smartest program, the smartest discussion program I've ever heard for the average person who wishes they knew more about politics, tech, philosophy economics economics oh especially any money issues yeah, and and I, I i still don't intimately know all about all these individual guys but several of them are massively rich yeah and they've got a backdoor pass yeah uh anyway this podcast uh if you haven't heard it let me put it to the to my radio friends i would say this Remember how big and what a game changer Howard Stern was to talk radio? These guys are that to podcasting. They're only on episode number 38, and they have a million plays per episode. Wow. Impressive. Zip, are you still awake? Yes. No, <laughs> I was... <laughs> I've I'm stopped planning my final expenses, and I'm listening carefully. <laughs> okay. Uh, by the way... No, I, I am. I'm listening. I, I'm Stop. listening I'm to listening. this podcast for ideas about how to improve ours. Yes. Uh, there are poaching. Of, they call it poaching, Bob. Uh, no. Are you kidding? <laughs> when a great jazz musician is inspired by another... All right, let me put it this way. When a really shitty jazz musician is inspired mm -hmm. by a great jazz musician... Yes. 
you honor the person. Yeah. Uh, imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. I have flattered people for a living. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have. Uh, so anyway, I will just say this. There are only 38 episodes. I have now probably listened to a dozen because I've gone all the way back to February. Mostly on the lawnmower. Uh, yeah, I have an eight-acre lawn to mow, so <laughs> I can catch two episodes. Eight-acre lawn. And, and I'll just tell you this. Eight acres is the place to be. <laughs> Podcasting is the life for me. Uh, well, I also picked blueberries today and raspberries. Okay. And, um, you know, fertilize some plants. Anyway, I, I won't stay too long on this unless you guys keep distracting me. So sh <laughs> shut up for a second. Sorry. All in with Chamath, Jason, Sachs, and Friedberg on all the okay. podcast platforms. The most recent podcast reminded me of Bob Spike and Joe. Really? Yes, because, and it, and it began with something they've never done before. They fought. Uh, and it was a, basically a brawl between two of the members of the podcast. It got pretty heated. It got extreme. Did you hear some of it? Yeah, I told okay. you that. Oh, okay, I didn't know if you were listening. Yeah, they, it, yeah. I, like I didn't get the entire show in, but they just went at each other. Well, they had a Twitter war. Yeah. Which, by the way, I, I, I'm, I have never had a Twitter war, possibly because I'm not on Twitter. That would be a prerequisite, Bob. <laughs> But they had a Twitter war between two of them where one of them said the uh, other guy was a shitty host. Right. And, uh, and it, it threatened to break up the whole show. And this reminded me of Bob, Spike, and Joe. Now, and maybe Bob and Zip a little bit. And maybe, Ed, you've experienced this in an improvisational show with two or three people. Oh, yeah. And I think there's a problem with our show. <laughs> Lack of conflict. <laughs> we like each other. Too much. You prick. <laughs> Fuck you. No, Chuck you, Farley. Go Chuck back you, off Farley. in your own eight-acre yard. Yeah. yeah. So, but, but anyway, so I, I and I learned something listening to this. First of all, the podcast began with, uh, I think it was Chamath. I forget which one is who. I think Jason is the... One of them is the host. Chamath is like the voice of reason. David Sachs is a right winger. Yeah. And he gets taunted and characterized and made fun of for his views. Yeah. And it pisses him off. It he, it gets under his it really gets in yeah. his grill and gets under his skin. Yeah. And he by lets the way, it. that's um, one of the reasons I relate to that. Yeah. Uh, because I think the absolute wrong thing to do is let it affect you. If you're a liberal bleeding hearts like Zip and Ed, <laughs> is to essentially be racist towards people who think differently from you. And that's what it is. It's another form of ism. It's, yeah. well, uh, well, uh, racism is the wrong word because it has race in it. Yeah. I'll just use bigotry. Mm -hmm. uh, bigotry occurs amongst all human beings. Mm -hmm. It means, and the other word we used to use that's fallen out of fashion is prejudice. Yeah. Yep. It means prejudging people. Mm -hmm. And that's what their fight was about, by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, David Sachs was being prejudged because the host was essentially mocking him being on Tucker Carlson and mocking him. Uh, essentially, and he had a good point. By doing that, 
the audience would sort of prejudge him without hearing exactly what he wanted to say. Right. And you do, because you just hear Tucker Carlson, you picture a bow tie and a conservative guy. Yes. And the same, well, I picture a very evil liar when I picture Tucker Carlson, because he's he's intellectually dishonest, but he's brilliant at it. Yes, he is. And he does, he's not trying to educate you, he's trying to become huge and make a lot of money and and hook you. Self-promotional. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's like a cult leader. (laughs) <laughs> However, if you want to have a huge audience, and this is this is always the thing uh, when you're doing a show, if your goal is a huge audience, you will compromise your empathy. You must. You will compromise your integrity. Yeah. You will. You will be drawn to say the things that quote stir the pot mm-hmm. and make your audience bigger whether they're good things or kind things or not. Now, please don't ask me how I know this. Because every PD said, whatever it takes to light up the phones, Bob, get it done. Anyway, so they had a fight, and uh, Bob, Spike, and Joe, we had that kind of fight. Zip and I had a couple of fights, but... I think it was mostly because we were drunks at the time. <laughs> yeah, the only fight I ever had with you is as we, Mickey Mouse. Yeah, we didn't discuss philosophy a lot. No. No, it was a couple of haymakers, and I actually hit the cart machine instead of you. And yeah. no, I no, believe I threw a cup bad. of coffee at you once and hit oh, the Yes, you did. Uh, I recall it yeah. well. Yes, you did. Yeah. And by the way, the fact that we remember that 40 years later. Right. It was traumatizing for the both of us. Because <laughs> electronics and coffee mix so well. Well, <laughs> well, the lesson, I think, in that is when you're angry, yeah. you have no idea of the long-term damage you're doing. Oh, yeah. It's very true. When you're self-righteously angry, you think that you're... Justified. You feel me, brother? Yeah. <laughs> And I don't know, I've come to believe that if you're angry, you're wrong, period. Hmm. Now, by the way, that's no way to win, (laughs) to have that attitude. But but winning is not the ultimate goal here. I mean, it is for a lot of people, but it shouldn't be. But here's the thing. We're men of a certain age who have perspective now. A little bit. That we didn't used to have. And winning, when I was... You know, 30s, 40s. Winning was absolutely the ultimate goal, and I'm sure I compromised my principles plenty of times. In fact, one has to only listen to the <laughs> Twisted Tune Library. Yes. And go, holy shit, I'd be fired for that today. <laughs> you in, What an insensitive prick. <laughs> so, speaking of which, yes. how many of you know about the David Letterman, uh, Jennifer Anderson uh, Anison scandal. It's it's only, it's this is a little bit of an old story, but like most social media things, I just found out about it. Do you know about it? I am not aware of this. Okay. I have not heard either. I'm uh, all ears. Well, all right. Here are the topics we have today. David Letterman. Should he be me tooed? Also, a fun story of super rich, entitled people. In addition, chum buckets. Now, I know that Ed already knows what a chum bucket is. Zip, well, there's you know? several meanings for chum buckets. So. Quiet, quiet. 
Do you uh, know what a chum bucket is, Zip? A chum bucket would be probably a bucket of uh, dead fish heads that uh, you throw into the water when you're deep sea fishing. That that's is your grandfather's it, chum bucket. Right, that's <laughs> what I figured. <laughs> a chum bucket a, could also be, uh, you know, a vomitory for a fraternity house. You know, hey, give me that chum that, bucket. That's okay, no, Earl. Yeah. No, there is but, a high-tech meaning of chum bucket. Okay. And there's yeah. also a Detroit meaning, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Is it a Detroit meaning, too? There's an, there's an urban uh, okay. angle to it, too, yeah. We'll tell you what a chum bucket is. When you come away from this show, you're going to go, wow, those people are at least as tenth as smart as the All In podcast. <laughs> 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 right. If that, right. yes. The next uh, term today Twitternomics. Do you know what Twitternomics is? Uh, I can guess by the. I can. It's inferred, but I. I would only be guessing. Zip. I'm guessing that it. Uh, it's the effect that Twitter has on economics. Correct. I, no, <laughs> I don't think that's it. Good guess, uh, but no. Uh, then we'll talk about a um, a company called Cora, which I don't know if they're getting bigger or not. But they are sure spamming me a lot. And then Google, which used to have a slogan. They have not officially abandoned it, but they've put it as far close to the bottom of the pile as they could. And finally, and we'll start with this. um, TikTok stole a person's most precious intellectual property. And it is something that Bob... Zip and Ed would consider our most precious intellectual property. Twitter stole it from someone for no compensation. This is Ed's story. I'll let you uh, take it from here, Ed. Well, it was TikTok that actually was the, uh, you know, the former Chinese app that was uh, kind of spying on America and feeding back information. Anyway, there was a Wait a minute. Is TikTok not still Chinese? Uh, no, because uh, I think I believe it was Trump who said, uh, you know, unless you become an American-owned company, you're not going to be allowed in in the United States. Yes, but I thought I thought he backed down on that. I may be that, that may be true. I didn't follow. Oh, that. wait a minute! You're right. Uh, they ultimately struck a partnership deal. Don't. By the way, anytime I doubt you, don't assume I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. TikTok ultimately struck a partnership deal with Oracle and Walmart. That's like, those are the most unlikely bedfellows I can think of. I was going to say. <laughs> I think the Waltons must have gotten drunk that night. Right. Um, so they bought a stake in TikTok. Yeah. But ByteDance, which I assume is the Chinese company, uh, still owns 80% of the business. So... It's still a Chinese video sharing uh, thing owned by ByteDance. And I guess they gave the U.S. a stake. Isn't this the way of the world? Yeah. Globalism. I mean, it, it only it just doesn't work with a local police officer. You were going 10 miles over the limit. Here's 400 <laughs> bucks for your head. It used to work. <laughs> <laughs> Policeman's ball? Can I get some tickets? <laughs> I have the sticker on my back bumper. I support yeah. the Ben and Blue. But that's how they settled that. They split control between U.S. and Chinese owners. Anyway, what did TikTok do it? Well, they they uh, used an automated female voice that narrates like uh, videos across TikTok. And it turns out that the voice, this girl was getting calls. Her name is Beverly uh, Standing. 
And she is this a voice the, actor, same yeah. profession as you? Yeah, but on the Canadian side. Do you know did, her? I don't know her personally, but I have heard her work. She's quite good. But she got, her, have, I hate to say this. Have you seen her in person ever? N- not in person, no. She's no, just a voice. Video. Okay. Yeah, no, I've seen her. I've seen her uh, uh, on video, so I know what she looks like. I mean, I would recognize her at a trade show, but uh, she, she's she not young re- enough for you to date, right? <laughs> oh, boy, oh, I, I should have seen that one coming down the tracks. Okay. Anyway. Boy, the way I telegraphed it so far ahead. <laughs> I just and, wondered if you like knew her and had run into her and stuff. Like no, that. no, but I was I was uh, just dumbfounded. I was on LinkedIn, which I I follow kind of profusely, and. Um, she was on, and she was. There was a, an article that uh, somebody had written, an editorial saying, "This this woman, be careful, voice actors." It was one of the one of the voice actor forums. Be careful when you're laying down these jobs that are for you know IVR or claim to be for interactive voice recordings for phones or for TTS, which is a guidance system for cars, because it might not be that. And I have you know auditioned for jobs that paid a quarter million, a hundred thousand, and I've been you know shortlisted on them and all this kind of thing, and nothing comes of it. But I did have to sign this massive document that they put in Google Drive that gave basically signed it all over to them. Well, what okay. they're doing. So is, wait a minute. Is, let me let me put it to you this way. Yes. I want to know if I understand what you're saying. Okay. This some great job may come along. Yeah. And then you click agree, 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 digital sign. Right. And they could end up owning your voice to resample and do anything they want with. It. Correct. Because this woman didn't make a dime. Her friends were calling her and saying, why are you on this app? And she's going, I didn't do that job. They, so she filed a complaint in May against ByteDance e-commerce, the wow. company that, that uh, does business as TikTok. And uh, she's only raised like $7,000, but really the Screen Actors Guild should be jumping in on this like paint. Yeah, yeah. This you is, know, this is, it was if huge. they don't protect your rights. So, right. so let, me, let me guess the... Um, if someone gets you, and you've done books on tape and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. if someone gets you to read and say enough things, they can then digitally sample yeah. enough of It's like a keyboard. Yeah. Uh, a great drummer like Alan White, who played with Yes and uh, yes. John Lennon's Plastic Ono Band, he once went into Native Instruments mm-hmm. where they had him play and hit the snare, hit it soft, you know, hit it like... 15 different uh, attacks, cross dick. Basically, he worked for a couple of days, and they yeah. sampled all his drum kits, and then they would sell you Alan White. You would yeah. be Alan White. Exactly. Here's his drums. Here's his sounds. Difference there, he knew what he was selling. Exactly. And he might get royalties. I hope he does. Yeah. But in this case... So do they, do they ever go, ah, a, e, o, u? No, because it, with the AI, they, they're able to shape it. And as long as they get the consonants, the vowels, and yes. the inflections, it but, takes about five okay, pages so that's, of in the a, right In a sentences. way, I'm right. Like, yes. They don't even need you to, no. to read eight books on no. tape to get all Mm-mm. the words. No, about five pages, eight pages. Okay, so now, Zip, you want to point it out to him? <laughs> I know where this is going. If stealing other people's voices is bad, what would, a, what would Morgan Freeman say about that? Well, I would sue their ass is what I would do. I would Have you ever gotten most... heat for any of that stuff? No, not not once. Um, 
But, you know, okay, I kind of know Haney where to tread. What from Green Acres say about it? Well, the thing is, Bob, if you just buy a pair of these, then you can tell them you're only <laughs> doing parodies and you're protected under the the case of Fisher versus D's, you see. Okay. Uh, what would Bill Clinton say? Well, I wouldn't say once. I'd see who was behind the desk first. <laughs> <laughs> What would W say, George W. Bush? You can't do that. Intellectual property. Not a good idea. Law firm. Gone. Gotta have Big Bank to defend a case like that. My son did lied, said, mapping, weapons, mass That was, mass that was George H.W. Bush, wasn't it? I meant, I meant W. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I missed. I missed. I, I misunderstood you, Bob. <laughs> sorry about that. I was trying to, I was trying to trick you, and uh, it looks like mission accomplished, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, mission accomplished, <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> Wasn't that on TV okay. back in the day? <laughs> but see, this is different because when you are doing a parody, you are Protected, knowingly. Yeah. You're not saying. You're not calling up the bank and go. This is W, and I need to withdraw six hundred thousand. You know, you know what I mean. You're not, you're not pretending to be that person, and you're not selling. Like if you sold W to um, an app, mm-hmm. you would get sued because you you can misappropriate celebrity it, impersonations. It, it, it's right? a little, uh, it's a little dicier with politicians. It's harder, but I, there was now you asked oh, yeah, earlier public if, if I'd ever up for, right. up for yeah. stoning and now, hanging and. You, you asked earlier if it had ever happened to me. It had not happened to me, but it had happened to a, a job that I did because I had done an Arnold thing. And yeah. normally on the end of the commercials, they put celebrity voice celebrity impersonated. Voice impersonated. Right. And, of course, the creative did not have time. He said, ah, let's take it. And he chopped it off. Well, oh. that cost the agency $70,000. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. It was a big ding. Okay. But he was so high up on the food chain, it didn't matter. So, so is TikTok going to be held accountable well, it depends. I mean, this girl's got seven thousand dollars. I mean, <laughs> what kind of a, a lawyer is she get? You know, iron, she could dig up Ironsides for that money, but that's right. about it. What would Ironsides say about this whole thing? Well, first of all, <laughs> I'd have to take an even longer breath than I usually did. On my cigarette. Yes, I think, Your Honor, that I should just hand you over the seven thousand in an envelope, and you should rule in this woman's favor, and perhaps she'll give you some when you lift your robe after the case is decided. Awesome. <laughs> Great story, and uh, and look, uh, this stuff has already happened with sampling of beautiful women's faces yes. and creation of artificial, uh, what do they call those? Deep um, fakes. Deep fakes, but there's another word. Oh, an avatar? No, that's avatars, not it. Avatars, yeah. No, avatars are, are right, too. And that is correct. They, okay. They are, they are purporting that in 20 years there will be no contract real actors. They will all be wow. electronically CGI generated. Okay. Um, David Letterman crossed in uh, in my Facebook feed uh, today, and it was an anti-David Letterman post. Oh, boy. And I thought, uh, anytime something really, like, grab, if it's, if it's total clickbait, I do a sort of semi-automatically now go, I better check and see if this really happened. You do. You get sucked in then. You give them the eyeballs and the earballs for nothing. And the accusation 
was that uh, David Letterman interviewed Jennifer Aniston when she was younger and did something really rude that really is kind of assault on television and never paid for it with any hassles. In other words, I, I guess the point here is we used to get away with all sorts of stuff that today would get you, oh, I know the popular word. You know the word is. Zip. Fired? Canceled! (laughs) Canceled! Cancel culture, cancel culture. Oh, I'm sorry. That's all right. Back in the day. The fired culture, yes, that's it. Uh, But by the way, I always say there's nothing new under the sun. Zip's correct. We just come up with a new word for fired. Canceled sounds (laughs) Unfair. <laughs> With fired, you got some splaining to do. Yes. Anyway, so here's what David Letterman did. Uh, and I should, I, I could play you the audio, but if you don't see the picture, uh, well, no. Uh, why, why would you do that, Bob? <laughs> no, no. Seriously, uh, you know, Bob. Uh, you were talking earlier about the men of a certain uh, age. Yes. Yeah, well, uh, add 20 to that. (laughs) (laughs) David Letterman. I love your beard, by the way. Oh, thank you. Uh, I I love it, too, but, uh, you know, it lets me suck on someone's uh, hair other than Jennifer Aniston. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) David, you remember this, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I do. Put Ed back on, because I want to know what Ed thinks of it. I already know what you think. Okay. (laughs) So, Ed, you saw this? Yes. Have you seen it, Zip? I have not. I have not. So, just Google... David Letterman sucks on Jennifer Aniston's hair. And you you don't have to do it now, but and and I trust you'll you'll do it another time. I am. Anyway, I saw this and it was a picture of a really young I mean Jennifer Aniston She's banging now, and she was <laughs> double banging then. And this is from a guy who goes out with 19-year-olds, so I agree yeah, with Easy now. 21-year-olds, Bob. 21. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. That's okay. You're only 70, and she's 21 <laughs> versus 70. 19. 19. So, in other words, you don't want them to be barely legal. You want them to be at least legal a year. Well, at least not reprehensibly yeah. aged, yes. Okay. Anyway, I'm teasing you. Sorry. So, I mean, this was a Jennifer Aniston who looks... 19 in this photo. She's probably, what, 23 at the beginning of Friends? Hard Actually, to say. Look up her age. Uh, this was 1998. How old was Yeah, and any, anytime we're doing mornings, we don't see those shows. I never saw that. Oh. I never saw Seinfeld. I never saw right. anything the first time out. Jennifer Aniston, by the way, any idea how old she is? 40-something. No, 52. Oh, my wow. gosh. Already. And by the way, she, is it bad for us as guys when someone's 52... Are we being just slightly older versions of Beavis and Butthut? <laughs> if you say, by the way, feel free to do Beavis and Butthut. No, there are some women who come into the zone. In, well, but I mean, when you see Nicole Kidman, when you see Jennifer Aniston, yeah, but, and, and, next, and you know, some of it is that we've aged too. Yeah. But some of it is, how the heck do they stay that good looking? Well, first of all, they have dermatologists on speed dial. <laughs> Is that all it takes? Well, so that and Nipatuck, and you know, there's a lot of tricks in Hollywood. Come on, but uh, they, it, they probably spend six figures a year just on. But on hang on, cosmetics. so the things you just described sound yeah. like cheating. 
How no. about how about this? They eat carefully and they have personal fitness reg, reg, regimens, regimens that none of us would have it's true. the willpower to do. It's true. Or good genes in combination, you know, could be. Because I've from... seen the people who cheat yeah. and their faces look stretched and it their lips are good. monstrous. And, eh, this ain't that, right? It's good and bad surgeons too, though, yeah. you know. But is it wrong to... And if it's a celebrity, maybe it's different to ogle like a 52-year-old celebrity and go, yeah, she's still hot. How does, she's amazing. Is Why it is it wrong? Is it wrong? Yeah. I, I used to sit with Morgan Fairchild. I, I mean, I would be mesmerized from the side. But when I encountered her face to face, I didn't uh, look at her inappropriately. And I'm talking about us talking behind their backs right now. Oh, behind their backs. Okay. Well, <laughs> she, she was a babe. We're the construction workers of podcasting, basically. <laughs> Zip, what do you say? <laughs> Oh, I thank you. How how do you compliment someone's appearance without violating that weird space? It's so touchy now. Well, I think you have to know her, and I gotta admit, none of us can make a case that we know Jennifer Aniston. No, I mean, if you know someone and you know they'll love the compliment, it's one thing. Anyway, so David Letterman is interviewing her because I got off track, and. It's a really amazing interview. Uh, you could watch just the offensive clip, but I'd recommend you watch the whole thing. It's all In over context. YouTube. Jennifer yeah. Aniston, David Letterman, 1998. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, is 23 years ago, and she's 52 now. So she would have been 29. Yeah. But a young-looking 29. A very young-looking 29. She's a young-looking yeah. 52. I'm trying to whistle. <laughs> Ed, can you do that for me? Cat call? Yeah. No. That's not known as a wolf whistle. Wolf, wolf whistle. whistle, okay. So anyway, she, she, Letterman's interviewing her, and it's he's really funny. He's at the top of his game. It's going pretty well. Thank you. And all of a sudden, he looks over at her like he's just become this middle-aged creep. <laughs> And he goes, excuse me, I just have to do something. And he leans into her, sort of like he's going to kiss her. And he strokes her hair and he takes a clump of her hair and he puts it in his mouth and he sucks on it. And she, <laughs> she by the way, Freak. flinched. Yeah. Like she freaked out that he was going to do it. And then she appeared to freeze afterwards, and the interview continued for another, like, three or four minutes. Mm -hmm. And I have been on the web looking to see what the real story is, because there was it was like a meme or something on Facebook that said he's a creep and he should... He already retired. Yeah. He, yeah, yeah, he yeah. can't be canceled. <laughs> but... but and so I went back to YouTube and watched the whole segment. And I don't know, audience, if, let us know what you think. We'll read your emails. You can email us, show at bobandzip.com. First off, here's what was not available anywhere. Jennifer Aniston never commented in the media. Hmm. And, and David Letterman didn't comment either. And it started in February, and this whole brouhaha over whether he was molesting her came out. If she didn't comment and he didn't comment, 
I'm going to give away. Uh, this is Chum for the Chum Bucket, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Friends was on NBC, was it not? Yes. Okay. Oh, and he was on CBS. And by the way, there was a, a, one article written about it. Thank you for pointing that out. Said she crossed networks. And um, that was verboten back then, wasn't it? It, uh, it wasn't done easily. Yeah. You had to get permission from the brass. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Aniston fans condemn disgusting resurfaced David Letterman interview. Treatment of female celebrities by the media has become a major talking point in the wake of the framing Britney Spears documentary, which is a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. Um, after watching it and doing my digging, I think... <laughs> you were digging, Jennifer? <laughs> I've been digging it. Okay. No, I was digging to find out, like, is there any commentary that isn't chum bucket clickbait? Right. And guess what? None. There isn't none. It wasn't yeah. any Jennifer saying, oh, we had prearranged that. By the way, back in those days, you, this is how you went viral back exactly. in those days. Exactly. <laughs> and I was just going to make the point, yeah. but go ahead. There's no doubt that, um, what's her name from E.T., Drew Barrymore. Yes. Went to David Letterman and said, look, is it okay if I jump on your desk and flash my tits? And he went... David, uh, fine with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fl- free the is, hostages. Because <laughs> this is what his show did, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, one commentary I read uh, from someone, and it was just a blogger, said, "Of course, this was all planned. Stuff like that doesn't happen." And they're a- she's an actress. Yeah, she acted startled, and they wanted everybody to be talking about how he sucked her hair the next day, which does prove. The times have changed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, once he got caught with the intern, they really changed for yeah. Dave. Oh well, yeah. There's that. <laughs> yeah. Did that? Did that hurt him or just humanize him? Uh, I I think it hurt him at the time. Oh, I don't. No. Now it's so your reaction, like I did not have sexual relations with that. <laughs> that that'll you know even he recovered, uh, but he was he was a you know scumbag. For, in how he handled it. I thought David Letterman admitting it and calling out the guy that was trying to blackmail him and coming clean and making up with his wife. I thought all of that was, I like seeing genuine human people screw up and try to get better. Cause we're all human. Yeah. Don't use it. Absolutely. All right. Thanks for checking in. By the way, what First is they wish this, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> back at you, bitch. One of the things they were fighting on on Chamath, Jason, Saxon, Friedberg yes. was who gets more mic time. Oh. And they're apparently, and because they have a million listens per podcast. Right. Um, they have this, um, I guess, ratings fan who follows everything they do. And measures how many seconds each one of them talks. Oh, oh boy, yes. get and a he, life. <laughs> and he created this graph, and um, I believe Jason was number one. I, I think, is it Jason? I forget which one is the host. But anyway, Sachs was number four. Right. And he took it as because he's the conservative, they try to paint him as some uh, Trump fan, which he's not, hmm. and that he doesn't get it, he gets interrupted and. You know, joked about being friends with Jay, with. Uh, but they do pigeonhole him. I mean, that's part of the the, the charm of the show. Well, though. I'm sorry. Can you do a pigeon? 
<laughs> if if all you do is go, yeah. and someone says that sounds a lot like a pigeon, <laughs> but but you're right. It turned. Out, I mean, by the way, the fight is freaking brutal. Like oh, yeah. I didn't know if they could ever work together again. I didn't know they kind of they kind of put patch it up by the by the end of it. Oh, though. they were. T- by the way, so much like Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. It came out that they had been in contact with each other, and I guess they play uh, digital chess. Okay. So after this whole Twitter war, uh, I think uh, the other guy invited Sachs to play chess, and that's when he knew he would get over it. And I swear to you, they had a little thing. Okay, let's have the fight. Let's make it brutal. It yeah. Because this is what you should do. Like before next show. Zip, Zip and I should pre-plan. <laughs> he's going to say, Rivers, I am sick and tired of you pretending I'm not paying attention. I give a lot of thought to everything I say. And for me, it isn't about mic time. I'm a drummer, goddammit. I keep the beat. <laughs> like, all you do is solo all yeah. over the place like a loudmouth Ingve Malmsteen. <laughs> Anyway, and we could pretend and have yeah, yeah. A, a fight. That's what I think these guys did. And this is what I think uh, the David Letterman, Jennifer Aniston thing. Because if he really sucked on her hair in an inappropriate way, and it wasn't planned, mm-hmm. doesn't she owe it to all women to comment on this? Wow. Because of her position in life, I mean, why does she owe anybody anything? Well, financially, she doesn't. <laughs> no, God, she sure. No, I mean, if you're, and, and by the way, she's never been an activist for any cause. So your your point is well taken. Zip, what do you yeah. think? I don't. know. I think of uh, of um, what Angie Dickinson said about. Um, oh, here we go with the. Onset dementia. <laughs> Who was the a PBS late night talk show oh, host? Oh, 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 shoot. What was his name? He was no. he was canceled, right? Yes. He was me too'd. Uh, uh, if I just type PBS host. <laughs> Why can't I remember me too? Don't worry about it, dude. That's the thing. Uh, don't, don't worry about it. Um, Tavis oh, Smiley. Tavis Smiley. No, no. The, Charlie Rose. Charlie There's Rose. There's a whole bunch Thank of them. You. Do you want me to list them all? <laughs> no, that's order? what I mean. Where did Tavis go, by the way? And I, I didn't hear that story. Oh, t- uh, suspended after some, sexual yeah. misconduct. Yeah. Oh, jeez. No, I but Angie show. Dickinson was commenting on uh, Rose's firing, and she said something, you know, to the effect of, an open robe is not rape, which was, I think, Who her said subtle- this? Angie Dickinson, who was uh, well, you know, a pretty hot babe. She's also you know? a supermodel who made everything off her body. Yeah. Well, that's true, but she also, I mean, but Talk she's to also... Women, a, if you survey all women who haven't had their body as their primary source of income, would that, which is she, I mean, she doesn't speak for all women, I guess. No. Well, no, but can you imagine the harassment she went through, though? I mean, she was the, she was like Raquel Welch. Yes. There for a while. She oh, was no, babe du jour. Yeah. So yes. I've interviewed her a few times. Have you? And my experience with her is clouding my judgment on what you're saying. <laughs> uh, well. Uh, <laughs> you dog, you. Okay, no, no, no. so what do you. She pretty <laughs> oh, much boy. did to me what David Letterman tri- did to Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, yeah. She came in and we, and we did this introduction. You know, she's a legendary <laughs> supermodel. Um, and she walks in like I was at a. Um, 
adult dance club. <laughs> she came right over to me, rubbed on me, and jumped up into my lap and put her arms around me. Mm. And if you know anything about me... Um, <laughs> You're a Catholic guilt. Or the nuns, or the priests. <laughs> Thank goodness <laughs> I didn't, um, you know, an open robe... Now, now, Can't wait a minute. So, so, so you thought that 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 was sort of her branding? I, I don't. Th I think of it. I'm, in other words, her. And by the way, all she did was brag about you know the rock stars she slept with and all of that. So, yeah. So for her to say an open robe, did she say is not rape? Yeah. Yeah. She she was just and, saying there was varying levels of yeah. offense. Yes, and, and, it's still enabling. I agree yeah. with that. There's varying levels. But I also think she was that phrase is to get get attention and be controversial, because I do think an open robe. Forgive me, Father. Could be rape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Mm, sounds agrees, isn't it? Okay. On to the next topic. Okay. We're close to it anyway. What is a chum bucket? Ed, you already know. Go ahead. Well, well, I know what you guys are saying. I know what a literal chum bucket is, and I know what chumming the water is. But the obscure uh, meaning here in Detroit is if a woman is... Um, don't, 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 don't. Yeah. Is that... Yeah. yeah. No, I'm saying if she's in your pool. If she's in your pool, no. Okay. Um, and she's having... Um, if, there, if there's any blood in the water, they... they oh, that. They, oh. Yeah. Oh. They say, hey, we don't need no sharks. <laughs> Get out there. Don't make the pool a chum bucket. Get out of there. So, that, I, you know. that just thoroughly disgusts me. Would you suck on my hair now, please? Okay. No. <laughs> uh, no. Okay, that's not what the, the current... So, um, this is really interesting. The current use of chum bucket in the tech world involves a certain kind of clickbait and advertising mm -hmm. so uh this is an editorial and i wish i knew who wrote this because i just cut and pasted it so i apologize um that's all right for stealing it <laughs> <laughs> part of the theme of today's show right. uh, this guy wrote sitting at the top of my current twitter feed is a promoted tweet displaying a thumbnail mosaic of self-described flirty pics about wives who took to social media about marriage it links to a site called Nature World Today. Two tweets later, another promoted tweet, which, by the way, is just a word for ad. Uh, this one says, weird moments you would have never expected to experience while on vacation. Uh, urging you to click on an article. Apparently, he didn't click on all of these, but the next one was... 30-plus people who have an unreal amount of luck. And the picture is of a grinning guy on the edge of a bed with a hand on the thigh of each of the two attractive women who are sandwiching him. Oh, boy. The caption is, You'd be lucky if this happened to you even once in your life. Do you click? <sighs> Depends on what else is going on. <laughs> I'm not going to pick on Zip this time because I already know the Thank answer. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've no long, I, I did click on stuff like this at first. I don't now. Uh, and the thing is, it's really appealing to your reptile brain. Yeah. It's prurient. 
Yes. Prurient. Oh. Well, <laughs> but <word>. again, <laughs> I can have prurient interests and I can say, my, Jennifer Anderson literally looks great and then not act in any um, appropriate, inappropriate way about that. Right. But this stuff is designed to go right to the cold-blooded part of you that only wants to reproduce. Mm-hmm. And it's designed to have you click before you even think. Yeah, and it's all bait and switch, Yeah, <laughs> mostly. Uh, the, the term for this kind of manipulated, promoted, whether it's Facebook or Twitter or Instagram right. or whoever else, is chum buckets. Yeah. And, That's uh, really good. Like your blood in the water that brings mm. the sharks. Mm. There's, you know, a shark. Sharks do not go to meetings no matter how much they need them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> it's called Wall Street. <laughs> no, but I'm, uh, no, see, Zip knows what I meant by that. Because yes. Unless you're, you've been to a 12-step program. I'm sorry, I haven't. Yeah. And going to a meeting is all about being quiet, listening, and having empathy. Mm-hmm. Um, and sharks, you know, sharks just, they live to eat and kill. Yeah. And and you're, if you don't, you're not a great shark. <laughs> <laughs> Baby shark. Did it, did it, did it. Lazy shark. Did it, did it, did it. You're a bad shark. Yeah. <laughs> So, yes, Chum Bucket used to refer to, and, and I did this when I went fishing with my dad, yeah. dead fish parts that you would toss in the water to draw more fish to your nets. It, and, of course, a wonderful term for the greasy, smelly nature of what you did, but it's also greasy and smelly where those ads take you. Yeah. Some use eye candy. Others just... Are come-ons to appeal to sites that you can't believe. I can't believe someone did that. Uh, there's a chum bucket industry, by the way. Uh, and now I'm going to put on my business cap. You should invest in these companies. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's one company called Tabula. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were, they're invested in by a thing called a SPAC. Do you know what a SPAC is? What is this spec? So uh, what's funny is one of the guys on that All In podcast, mm-hmm. or maybe more than one of them even, um, are hedge fund guys, or SPAC fund guys who do private investing. So it's private investing mm-hmm. and even more looser than a hedge fund because you give your money to the person and you don't even know what they're going to invest it in. You just, you're just saying, you're smart, take it. Here, yeah, the return will be yeah. 16%. <laughs> I'll so Tabula, uh, I believe, is now publicly traded in a market cap of $341 million. Good Lord. And then the other one is called Outbrain, which is going to be valued at $2 billion. And uh, basically, the jobs of these uh, places are to make clickbait. It's not, it can't be that hard. Oh, well, I think it's time-consuming, but I don't think it. Re- it's not high math. You know what, Ed? You'd be lucky to have this happen to you even once <laughs> <laughs> in your life. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let me ask you a question: Of the three yes. of us, yes, has any one of us ever been in a threesome? 
No. Well, uh, where there was actual, uh, no, not technically, no. I want to get you, I'll cross-examine later. Zip. <laughs> uh, define threesome. He's a drummer. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't you two have a threesome? Right. Or yeah. But, oh, no, you mean when you asked if I wanted to swap with you? I was going to say, oh, switch no. bitch no, is, is a, threesome. a threesome of sorts, isn't it? That was, that no. was a swap request. Um, yeah. Declined. I don't want to say <laughs> denied. denied. <laughs> no, declined because turkeyed. Yes. Fortunately, no, very lucky. Not in the traditional term of the word. No. Okay, you both used qualifiers, so let me just say yes. this: uh. unless you count both hands, I've never been in a threesome. <laughs> <laughs> and I yeah, actually don't even think I've ever used both hands, because I think I'm too lazy. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Wow, that's a whole other. That's lazy to the tenth, right there. Ooh, let's move off of that quickly before. Okay, yeah. For Aniston's hair that's becomes uncomfortable. <laughs> so, all right, you both used qualifiers. Yes. When you said not in the traditional sense of a threesome, what's the untraditional sense? I don't know. I'm just uncomfortable. Now you, like a, now you sound like a senator from Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> to the best of your recollection. So, yeah. I mean, did you say, like, like let me let me try to help you? Mm-hmm. Policeman well, leading I'll the take witness. that question under advice. Well, do you mean we're not talking home runs or third base, but you, you know. Yeah. You were yes. in the. Yes. You were, and it wasn't. You it were was bunting to of... first or trying to steal second? I would say there was quite a bit of alcohol involved at the time. Let's put it that way. Uh, yeah. Runner, I don't know which base it was. So, so actually, my, my recollection of the actual facts may, in fact, be impaired to the point where it didn't happen. At this point, whatever I said yesterday, I was confused. Uh, all right, Ed, what was your – because you qualified it, too. Well, there, there, there was it was it was a pre. I was a teenager, I think. I was thirteen, maybe fourteen, and I had a girlfriend. And as I was kissing her, one of her girlfriends walked up behind and just pressed her breasts up against my hands, and I didn't object. And I don't think my girlfriend objected at the time either. So I mean, that was there was no penetration. That was innocent adolescent, not innocent, but it was adolescent, you know, tomfoolery. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> Ed, you have the floor for as long as you need. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Adolescent this, Tom Foolery. This is a podcast version of a chum bucket, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, well, um, that's a I, real thing that happened to you. Sure. Yeah. And uh, Kevin, uh, my, my best buddy at the time, uh, we, we had not a collective girlfriend, but we, we had a friend who was uh, platonic with both of us. And it, it got out of hand in, in my mother's basement when she was at work. And uh, we each got a boob, I guess, you know, as we lay, lay in ooh, the, the ooh, prone ooh, position. So, ooh, yeah. That, ooh, it, exemption number two. That yes. does get dangerously close to threesome territory. But there was no penetration in either case. <laughs> By the way, no, every yes. time you say no penetration, I don't yes. think it helps you. That... <laughs> Nothing helps me at this point, that Bob. Sounds, I'm hopeless. That sounds like click here if you agree. Click here. Click here. <laughs> click here. Uh, I'm not. A, I'm not proud. But, no, you know. Well, but you're also you're also humble enough to admit all of it and not be shy about it. That's very cool. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I think we covered chum buckets. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just love it because it has so many consonants in it. It's a great yeah. comedy word. You know? yeah, let's, it's, you should tell Andrew to work that into one of his stand-up jokes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Isn't that a chum bucket? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to bump Quora to next week, and here's why. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are some other of our listeners yeah. who uh, read Quora, Q-U-O-R-A, mm-hmm. and... It's a little worm. Um, it, it occasionally gets chumbuckety. Chumbuckety. It's chumbuckety good. That'd be a word on this show. Please study it. Sounds like something it. Mr. Haney would say. Yeah. Well, it's not only a fish that's aged, it's downright chumbuckety. <laughs> right. Mr. Haney, it's dead fish. Wrong again, Mr. Douglas. <laughs> So you see, I. <laughs> and it also it's... sounds like a really poor comedy club. Yeah. <laughs> so be a chum buckets. Uh, who's appearing tonight at Chum Buckets? Eh? <laughs> Jeff Foxworthy. Oh. <laughs> uh. uh. Okay, so uh, last, uh, well, not last, second to last uh, yes. story here. Uh, uh, oh, first, Cora, if you know about Quora, write to us this week and tell us what you think of it. It's uh, show at bobandzip.com. I'll give you a brief summary if you aren't familiar with it so you can check it out. It's it's essentially a writing platform for people to... It's sort of like YouTube only for writing. You can have an account. I could blog. And I could have my own blog on my own website, which no one would ever see. Yeah. But this is a social media version of that hmm. where people can answer and keep the discussion going. Sometimes a great topic will get 15 or 20 brilliant answers. And I have a feeling they curate this. Well, I know they curate well, they, in yeah. certain ways a yeah. lot. A lot of stuff's curated that we don't even know is curated. Right. And uh, something disturbing happened to me on oh. Quora today. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait to see. Well, all right. I'll Stay tuned it. next week when we find out what Bob was talking about on you know, that's Stupid! It's a podcast. I should just do it now. I'm, by the way, I'm so trained in that by old I know. media. Tease. Yeah. I'd like to tell you if it's gonna be sunny tomorrow, but I need you to watch these mattress commercials first. Yes. Will it be sunny? I know you could check your phone. Don't check your phone. <laughs> there weren't there weren't phones with forecasts when we started in the business. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, this was creepy. Not as creepy as being 29 and having my hair sucked by David Letterman. (laughs) But this was creepy. Um, Quora originally started out as all free, no ads, just like Twitter and Facebook and and every other thing. Marketplace, yeah. And and then they went to a subscription model, and every time I would like click on it, because they would do chumbuckety headlines, only sometimes they're really good (laughs) headlines. It's like... Here's the thing about their headlines. Yes. They know me. Mm-hmm. Like my mother. Because Yeah, because the AI, or the intel on you goes two, three, four, That's five right. levels deep. That's yeah. right. And they know I like the Beatles. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, they say like, um, did George Martin ever forgive Paul McCartney for that night they had the threesome? And we, I'm just making that up. But yeah. and I would be like, they had a threesome. <laughs> Remember the reptilian brain? Mm-hmm. Click, click, click. Why am I clicking on that? Doesn't matter. You're already here. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, Pavlov's dog. Now yeah. stop drooling. Yeah. And then it knows to wander me through all sorts of Beatles rumors. And by the right. way, it's good because 
I, I, once I start reading, yeah, popcorn. Um, it's popcorn, and they hold me, and I learn stuff, and then you hear a bunch of. It's better than politics, because it's not going to blow up the world. Yeah. And um, and you actually learn stuff. There's some very smart people on there, and the, the dumb ones are fun too. <laughs> That's why there's three of us on this podcast. <laughs> oh man! No, no, it doesn't mean that I'm dumb or Zip's dumb or Ed's dumb. It's we're like that perfume. Yeah. Whichever one of us you think is dumb is the dumb one. <laughs> wow. All right, back oh. to so anyway. The thing about Quora is. They paid, they bought information on me. Probably, they bought from, it. yeah, probably from one of those two companies. Yep. Um, what were they called again? Uh, Tabula and Outbrain. Wow. And, Sp- and SPAC. I did believe. you write this down? Yes, I did. <laughs> I do invest in stocks, but not those. Are you taking notes during this? Bro- <laughs> I always take notes. Wow. I take notes when I'm on the phone with my sister. That's your outbrain doing that, not your yeah. inbrain. Yeah, I know. It's it's, awesome. it's it's compulsive. Okay, so anyway, I felt like because I had read about those companies making the chum buckety stuff, <laughs> I'm on Quora, and I know now that they stopped trying to get me to subscribe because I'm like, I'm not paying no. another company every month. That's right. And so now they have ads. But yeah, ads, and if you don't take them, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, let's just say they knew I was looking at Jennifer Aniston videos on YouTube. Yeah. Do you not use the incognito mode for that kind of thing to stop them doing I don't do that? anything incognito because you okay. know why? Jesus sees everything that I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful, little eyes, where you look. Yeah. Be careful, little eyes, where you look. I mean, I don't... Bl- By the way, if I was going to spy on people... Mm-hmm. I'd skip right to their incognito mode stuff. <laughs> I suppose that's true. You know what I mean? Mm. That's. I don't believe there is such a thing as incognito. Mm. I do believe that historians in the future will study us. Based on our Google searches. And, well, more, I mean, that'll be part of what the AI puts together about us. Yeah. There will be, this is going to be a treasure trove of scientific data unanalyzed human behavior about a species mm-hmm. the only species that really matters <laughs> we're top of the food chain y'all yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway uh, i'm getting crazy so check out quora this week ed i know took notes and i know he'll do it <laughs> zip will go yeah i thought about it <laughs> uh, you wanted me to listen to that all in podcast or <laughs> He's a busy guy. You can chum bucket all day. What do you want me to do? I'm just (laughs) pretending Zip and I are fighting. (laughs) By the way, sometimes when I'm in a silly mood like this and I listen to the podcast back, I'm like, God, I'm so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I don't hear that. I know. Some people are still here. (laughs) Okay. Last thing I promised you... uh, This weekend, uh, this past weekend, the holiday weekend, we've been on a a once-a-week schedule, and this could be good news or bad news, but I think it's easier to plan topics and maybe even do a longer podcast if we just do once a week. Oh, are we going to take a poll or survey on this? Take a poll from the audience, (laughs) right. After you read Quora and talk about your favorite chum bucket, 
we tend to do about 60 minutes. Every once in a while we go long, and it really feels fun to do 90 minutes. Did you say 60 minutes? Can I come in on the sure. back half and talk about things that bother me? I won't do that. Boy, he's so old. Yeah, he is. Like Sometimes. Jennifer Aniston, not so well preserved. <laughs> yes. I love him, though. Uh, he's, anyway, he's, uh, so uh, what I was debating is whether cutting up and editing two one hours or doing a 90 minute and maybe even going longer if we do more preparation and then we give each of the guests their own segment and uh, just trying to see what you feel about that. I, I should mention my favorite podcast, the All In Podcast. They do it once a week. Mm-hmm. And they work really hard at it. Now, don't be fooled into believing I'll work really hard. <laughs> <laughs> Some and, things are, are understood. Sure. Uh, but anyway, it's something I'm considering uh, because there's a few things I'd like to do with the podcast. Uh-huh. Uh, that, and, and I don't know what you guys would like. I never shut up long enough for you to say. <laughs> I, think we should, uh, I think we should hack it into chum buckets. Yes. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> and maximize our ROI. Yeah. Yes. So seriously, what do you really think? <laughs> well, I think the people that, that, that uh, already contributed money were expecting two a week, and all of a sudden we're <laughs> cutting the returns in half. Well, so, uh, you know. guess what? Yeah. You originally subscribed to Netflix for $5. That's true. You originally thought there were no ads on Facebook. That's true too. And, and they, yeah, yeah, yeah. It morphed. Tell them how I, rich we're getting. <laughs> we're not. Okay. <laughs> I do think we could we should we could space out the recordings like Monday and Thursday nights as opposed to Tuesday. It always seems like Tuesday Thursday comes up quick to me. So you know we also do a Saturday show. Yes. Yeah. So if we move it to Monday and Thursday for you, and then we do Saturday. Saturday is only two days away from both Thursday and Monday. Can you count to seven? <laughs> I'm just oh, going to... So, by the way, Zip, don't I, I, answer if that. there's someone who should fight, it would be Zip and me, and I would love to have one. Great Caesar's chum bucket. Yeah. Yes. Why don't you, you both pick saying, up drinking? When, when, there's, when we record three things and there's only seven days, it's sort of like tic-tac-toe. Have you ever played yeah. that? Yes. <laughs> There's only Don't so many that. ways to win. Yes. All right. Uh, but anyway, uh, weigh in, uh, audience. Just uh, show at bobandzip.com. Right. And lastly, this past weekend, I went to one of the most hoity toity places in America. Oh, really? And when I say that, hoity toity, playground of the super rich, mm. a number of places come to mind uh let's take turns i'll name one dubai absolutely and thank you for taking my turn can i take yours now? <laughs> i didn't know you were gonna By pass way, it out like that Zip doesn't jump on top of us <laughs> he's, a, he's keeping the backbeat we're no, not uh, Zip, who do you think uh when you think hoity-toity super rich entitled people live there well, uh, perhaps in perception only, but uh, Mar-a-Lago, that neck of the woods. Uh, yes. Well, that's Palm Beach. Yeah, the Palm Beaches. As yeah, they Palm call Beaches. Them. Okay. Let me give you a few more. San Juan Islands in Washington State. 
Hamptons on Long Island. Obviously, mm-hmm. yeah. Not to be confused with Hampton Beach Casino. <laughs> <laughs> Zip and I are going to go see Tower of Power later. That's this right. Time. Great show. Uh, oh, place I spent my honeymoon. A uh, place where Ted Kennedy drove off a bridge. Come on. Oh, Chappaquiddick. Chappaquiddick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it uh, was Mar- Martha's Vineyard. Martha's Vineyard. Yes. Was Chappaquiddick yes. on Martha's Vineyard? Is yes, it's and yes, it's attached. It's it's its own island. Did you know that a sweatshirt with a dog on it costs seventy five dollars? Oh, is that true? Y- yes. Wow. Yeah, Lisa and I had our honeymoon there when we got married, which is when you have your honeymoon. Yeah. And, <laughs> Generally speaking. And um, we've never been back since. Yeah. It's, it's, it's expensive. Yeah. Um, so this other place that I'm thinking of that I was at this past weekend yeah. has not come up yet. Take another guess or two. No. That's not come up yet. Um, Malibu. Ah, there recently. That's certainly rich and mm. famous. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, Mount Desert Island, Maine. Mount Bar Desert Harbor. Island. Oh, Bar Harbor. Bar Harbor, the northernmost cruise ship destination in the U.S. Okay. Really? Um, do you know what Mount Desert Island, uh, Acadia National Park, uh, who originally owned that? I do not. The Rockefellers. Oh. Uh, yes. The, the people with the plaza in yeah. Manhattan. <laughs> so now, um, out west... Uh, on Orcas Island, they have a big mountain. Oh, shoot. It's called Mount Moran, named after a famous guy named Moran. Um, out here, the big mountain, Cadillac. <laughs> ah. Hey, that's not nice. You stole that from Detroit history. <laughs> it's Mount, It's Cadillac Mountain and the Rockefellers, and they deeded it all, uh, a whole lot of it anyway. I think there's still Rockefellers up there, uh, to this massive park, Acadia National Park. And it is one of the most glorious, beautiful places in the world to hike. It's incredible. And uh, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law live there. Hmm. And they have, since you could buy a house for about what you spend on a mortgage once a month, Zip. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oof. So uh, I'm up there, and... Perhaps one of the most famous residents up there. Well, uh, what are the names? Uh, Joe and Mika from CNN? Yeah. They yeah. live up there. Oh, I should say one of their homes is up there. Yeah. Uh, one of Trump's lawyers is up there. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> That'll be gone soon. <laughs> uh, no, not this guy. He's just, oh, not that guy. No, okay. no. There's always be more Bill Cosby's coming along. <laughs> By the way, I'm back on. Save Next week, next week okay. we'll have you on when we talk about Quora. Um, so anyway, Martha Stewart, one of the most famous residents. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and it is, the locals, I don't want to say gossip, but they tell, if, and mostly they'll ignore you and stay out of your way. Right. But they certainly like to say, yeah, that's where so-and-so lives. Mm-hmm. Um, with Martha Stewart, you could say, that's where her driveway starts. <laughs> <laughs> She's done well, yes. You will never see the house. Because yeah. even if you put a drone up, it's going to get shot down. Yes. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's just her Westport joint. Yeah. Uh, no, but she has apparently a massively beautiful place up there. Mm-hmm. And so I was talking to Lisa's sister, uh, Catherine, and I, and I said, uh, wow, do you see Martha Stewart around? And uh, she said, well, she said, yeah, I've seen her, but really she does not, you know, doll herself up to go around town. So she looks just, you wouldn't even recognize her. Yeah. And I thought, wow, that's like Martha's. It's true because I haven't seen her on TV in a decade or so. I saw her recently, actually. Is she uh, still? No, she she's, she looks she looks her age. Yeah, you know. slightly different tone than we used on Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, well, I'm not a big fan either. You know, I, I hear what she's like. So anyway, so Martha Stewart was. Uh, Someone said she was kind of entitled, and one time she walked into like a restaurant, and she went up to the counter and said, "I need to use your phone." And they said, "Well, there's a payphone just outside." And she did that thing. Mm-hmm. You know who I am? Karen. <laughs> yeah. I'm Martha Stewart. And the woman just said, "There's a payphone outside." Yeah. And a guy who was sitting at a table right nearby, this is local legend, looked at her and said, I'm David Rockefeller, <laughs> and I use that payphone. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> I love right. those stories. <laughs> that is it for this week. Email us anytime, show at bobandzip.com. We're going to take you out with a song by Christine Ullman. Christine is a singer, songwriter, guitarist, recording artist, music scholar. Her nickname is the Beehive Queen uh, because that's her hair. You should go and find all of her records by every single one of them. Not just because she's playing my birthday party. She really is that incredible. Let's give you a little taste. Christine Ullman.
Is that tasty or what? Oof. It is. Yeah. Zip, you got soul. Swampy. Yes. Yeah. Very nice. She was with the Swampers mm-hmm. and is, I believe, playing uh, down in Muscle Shoals this week or wow. next week. She really? Wow. Yeah, she plays there every year. All right, it's that's Christine Ullman. Yeah, uh, and Ed, had you heard that one before? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It does homework. Do you see that, Zip? No, I'll have to. Uh, I, I watched her, yeah, on video. Yeah. <laughs> Zip, have you uh, have you listened? Yes, I've seen her. I've seen her a couple. Times. I feel like when I send you something in the email, you go another chum bucket from Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if you play for Joe Cocker; he didn't hire me. God damn it! <laughs> no. All right, great players. All right, be well, guys. Uh, Zipper, only if lightning strikes your other gig, you can't make it, right? Uh, it's you know the weather is iffy, actually, as uh, I understand I'm gonna, it. I'm so. gonna rule. I'm gonna rule. What's the word? Pray that the uh, the gods shine on you coming. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. The Bob and Zip Show. With Dan 